0: Thank you for joining us at the Center for Spiritual Living Seattle. We hope you enjoy this podcast and for further information about our center, or if you wish to make a donation, please visit us at spiritualliving.org. So welcome, welcome. I'm going to catch up and find out. Uh, first of all, this is the book that is the Sunday evening book for December. It's The Five Levels of Attachment by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. So so if you haven't read this, you might know his father's book, The Four Agreements. So The Four Agreements was a standard classic about 15 years ago or so. That was written by his father. And now Ruiz Jr. has been apprenticed in the Toltec tradition, which is the indigenous people of Mexico he has been an apprenticed uh, since he was age fourteen to first his grandmother and then his father, and he's in his thirties now. So he's now the main teacher uh, in the Western world of this Toltec tradition. Let me find out from from those of you that are here. I want to just welcome you uh, as you're entering in. And if you feel comfortable, turn your camera on. That is uh, a one way we can see and connect with each other. If you're not comfortable with it, that is totally fine. But if you're good, just click on your video camera and then we'll see each other. I'm going to ask you to uh, this question, and, and and you can raise your hand just like that, just by moving your hand. I would wanted to find out how many of you were here last Sunday and so heard Reverend Abigail's overview of the book. Okay, so just a few of you. So I will cover that, um, a brief overview, just so you know the context, because, um, of these five levels of attachment, which really are levels of consciousness, I'm going to be talking about two of them tonight. So I want you to kind of get the package that these two uh, levels of attachment are in. So you have a way to, to see the full range of it. And then we're going to talk. So I'll, I will do, I have a little PowerPoint and it'll take 10 minutes or so just to give you some content. And then I'll take the PowerPoint down and then we will all have a chance to talk about what this content is bringing up for you. And I already had a little pre-discussion with Joyce and Robert about it. And so I know there's juicy stuff here (laughs) for us to connect. Uh, So just a little bit of background. So uh, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. uses as a metaphor, people's level of attachment to a sports team so he uses soccer so in the european world and in in most of middle and latin america soccer is called football and as you know uh, in our own sports world there are many people who are totally attached to their team and almost fanatical about it all the way up to people who barely, you know, connect with whatever this game is. So, but he uses soccer and sports teams in general as his metaphor. So our job will be, if you're not a sports person, there will be a metaphor that works for you. So we will, uh, I'll ask you about that as you say, am I a sports person or not a sports person? I'm perhaps not, but boy, this really makes sense when I think about choosing to go vegan or uh, pandemic vaccination questions or political questions or family questions. There's just all, uh, it's a very useful metaphor for us to look at levels of consciousness. So with that, shall we jump in? Anybody wanna ask a question or say something before we jump into the PowerPoint? I'm looking at the screen to see your hand if you do. Does anybody wanna? say anything before? How many of you are reading the book? Just so I'll kind of check. Okay, great. We got some good, uh, good, good representation there. Okay, so let me give you some content with the PowerPoint. I'm gonna share my screen. And here we go. So we're in part two. Of a five part talk series, which will be happening all during the month of December. So here are these levels with the team, sports team, as the en- analogy. And as I said, they're really levels of consciousness or levels of beliefs. You know, it, it's built upon this idea that it is our beliefs that essentially create a filter or a a film through which we perceive the world and make sense of the world and label it and label ourselves and decide what are the rules of this game called life. And he says, there's basically five different filters that humans create to help them understand life. And he sees them as increasing levels of freedom. So you are most free at level one and most constricted at level five. But there is no good or bad about the levels because we are all in one of these states of consciousness uh, all throughout our day. So we're, we, we are, we, Maybe in one state of consciousness, in one aspect, maybe at work, and another level of consciousness when I when you're in a Sunday service at CSL, at another level of consciousness when you're arguing with your uh, brother-in-law about truth of the world. <laughs> so, so here we go. It begins with the authentic self, and here's what she says: you embl- you enjoy watching the game the game of life, the game of soccer, for what it is. The moment the referee blows the ending whistle, win or lose, you go on with your life. In the metaphysical form, this is also what I would call the soul self, because Ruiz talked about that this is the the, uh, level of consciousness that knows it has created a body, it has created a physical body to go and have a physical life in the dream that is the life of the planet. So that's his back, the background, the context. At level two, there's a preference level of experience. You have picked a team to root for and you've invested yourself in in the joy of rooting for that team and for watching the ups and downs of a great game. But again, when the game is over, you can leave and it doesn't mean anything about you, your value or your place in life. And now we're continuing to move into the, the connection or the attachment to these levels of consciousness. Third level is identity. You have become a committed fan of one team. However, you're still able to enjoy a beer with an opposing fan. So while you've got a team and you're going to root for that team, you can still talk to another fan of the sport of soccer, about soccer, and about their team. So you can sit down and have a conversation. Level four is internalization. You have very much intertwined your self-identity with the team and the performance of the team is affecting your sense of worthiness, your self-worth. And so uh, whether others agree or disagree with you is a condition for acceptance or rejection. So you begin to filter out of your life people who do do not agree with your team or support your team. So your world is starting to get more constricted. And finally, fanaticism. You worship your team. An opposing fan is an enemy. In your eyes, a true fan is willing to die and kill for his soccer heroes. And Ruiz actually gives examples where people committed suicide when their, first te- when their favorite team did not win a game. So while this is the very edge of behavior, it still does happen even around sports. We know it happens about other things. So in your mind, start thinking of the other places in your life where you can see this. We're going to cover the two, level two and level three. Just give you a sense of it. And then I'd like to talk with you about where you might be living this out for yourself. So level two is where you've picked a team to root for, or a, or a belief system, or a side of an argument, or the color red versus the color blue. You've picked a team. And, and uh, at this level, you know, it can be almost anything. You like the mascot. You like the name. You like, uh, it's the home team, uh, the, the home, the, the team of your hometown. So it doesn't really, it's light, it's still light, this connection. So you're not rest rooting against something, you're just for your team. And when the game's over, you can walk away. But, but you're, you're connected. You've got a story about victory or defeat. It doesn't mean anything about your self-worth, but it's about the team and it's enjoyable. You feel like you have a little bit of investment. You can attach and detach easily and enjoy the playing of the game. And what other people are doing at the game doesn't really impact you. So you kind of get a sense of what that level is. Now, level three is a deeper connection. You, you've, you're a fan of a particular team. It's the, you That's your team. You've got connections to them on an emotional level. It's starting to partially define who you are. And then you feel great when the team wins and you feel kind of down when the team loses it, but it still is not uh, a condition of your own self acceptance, your own worthiness, but you get you get emotionally uh, hit one way or the other. Um, it makes your life interesting and you can meet with other members of the team, still other people who like soccer, and you can talk about soccer and your team. So you still have not weeded out uh, people who might hold a different opinion in your life. You're still able to have conversations together. But it does start to impact your life outside of the game. So some part of your your identity becomes connected with your position, of rooting for one specific team, one specific belief system, one specific side of an argument. And you start to impact your emotions about things beyond the game. You start to feel highs or lows uh, in maybe at work, not at all related to the team, but you're starting to have a bleed into the rest of your life. So I'm about to ready to turn it over to you for some discussion. So let's look at these things. What might, what might we do with this? How, how would this be helpful to us? Well, first is to acknowledge that we're all moving up and down these levels of attachment, depending on the different aspects of our life. So the point is not that this is a good or bad behavior. It's, it's an opportunity for you to become more aware of how you're relating to your own life. And so when you think of yourself, maybe you're a member at the Center for Spiritual Living. Maybe you have a title at work. You're the uh, program manager of really good stuff. (laughs) That's your job title. And so you have an identity. Maybe you're a parent of teenagers, or maybe you're a member of a group that's really important to you. So it's all just about increasing your awareness of your level of attachment to that identity. So the questions that we'll talk about is, can you identify various levels in your own life, uh, job, family, uh, social, political? Um, And as you look at the ups and downs of these aspects of your life, how attached are you? How much does it impact you if your uh, job isn't going well? Is suddenly all aspects of your life feeling depressed? You know, so we look at the bleed through. The second bullet here moving from level three identity to level two preference is like having a mask that you didn't know you could remove. So as you are. Uh, in level two, you, 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 you're not even sure you can begin to be something else other than, let's say, a parent. But as you move into level three, you get a little more sense of distance of, I am a parent, and yet I'm also a student, or I'm also um, a, a member of the choir. So, so you're able to say, I can take the mask or the persona off uh, as you move into level three. You begin to understand that you are more free than perhaps you've given yourself credit for to go in any direction in your life. Uh, it's what you're saying yes to is uh, Is it conscious or unconscious? Is your yes a conscious yes or an unconscious one? And that determines the amount of freedom you're giving yourself about the choices you're making. So is there some area of your life you'd like to become less attached to the persona or the mask? And does your uh, persona change as you get more or less attached to the role you play? So let's stop the share and come out here.